Welcome to Sales Transformation, brought to you by Leadium. Once again, we join John Barrows to talk about some sales insights. In this episode, John shares his insights on the importance of hard work, the science of sales, and how sellers can take ownership of their own success. Colin, the floor is yours. Today, I've got John Barrows on again. If you missed the first episode where we had John on, make sure you go check that out. It's in the show notes. We talked about how we've lost some of the fundamentals in sales and what sellers can do to start A-B testing different things. If you don't know John, he is the founder of John Barrows uh, of uh, JB Sales, a sales expert with 25 years of experience from dialing 400 calls a week to the VP of sales to a startup acquired by Staples. John knows the sales game inside and out. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Thanks for having me back, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about something that's a hot topic. Uh, super curious to pick your brain on this. First episode, we talked about some of the fundamentals. And so now, um, you know, we're going to talk about the future sales rep. You know, we're going to talk about how they can be using and leveraging AI. Is AI going to come steal their job? Who knows? We'll get into it. But uh, what are your thoughts on how sellers should be using AI and what does the future look like? Yeah. I mean, you know, if we, if, Based on our last conversation, you know, it talked about how, unfortunately, the past 10 years, you know, uh, it hasn't been that hard in sales. And a lot of us, you know, we've over-engineered the sales process and effectively turned these reps into robots um, with these automated cadences and generic questions and everything else. And unfortunately, those people that we have taught to be robots effectively are now getting replaced by robots. And, you know, quite frankly, I'm so I'm 47, right? I've seen some really crazy stuff as far as my career is concerned. I, I mean, I, I when I graduated college in 98, the Internet was barely a thing. You know, it was kind of like, all right. And so when I got into sales, it was it was cold calling. It was door to door and it was cold calling. And email was like, uh, you know, maybe. Right. And, and but the Internet, like, yes, it was a massive thing. Like, But still, to, if, if I think back, people genuinely thought the Internet was a just a fad. It was like, ah, this thing's going to go away, right? Nobody really took it that seriously at the time. Then I saw DSL, right? I saw high-speed internet hit from dial-up, and that was a game changer. But again, it was like a gradual game changer. Uh, then there was the cell phone that was bananas, and then there was the iPhone. and that. But all of those were relatively gradual, and yes, they displaced some stuff, but they created other things, right? So it's kind of how things tend to work with technology. Technology innovates. It displaces some jobs without question, but it also creates usually more jobs. I'm a little curious on this AI thing. I don't. I think this AI thing is a lot different because it is now learning and compounding on itself, and it is becoming self-aware faster than I think anybody ever expected. And, I, and when ChatGPT was launched um, to the world, I think that's Pandora's box being opened up, and we're not going back. And so we're we're teaching the machines now how to do our jobs better than us. And absolutely, there'll be new industries that pop up that we don't know anything that we haven't even contemplated right now. But I think this is going to displace a lot more jobs than it is going to create, at least in the short term. And I think sales is is right in the crosshairs because, again, if you think of front of the funnel, like so let's talk about this and then I'll talk about how sales reps can leverage this stuff. But if you think of just let's use the front of the funnel. Well, most of these cadence tools like the sales lofts, the outreaches and all these other cadence tools, right? They used to talk about personalization at scale. And I would just, you know, and I know a lot of the CEOs of these companies and I'm like, look, could you please stop saying personalization at scale? Just because you change the name, the title in the industry in an email does not make that email personalized, okay? But yet that's what it was. And so, so but now 
I'm watching stuff with AI that is doing true personalization at scale. Like it is going on websites, scraping data, creating messaging, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, whoa, like, okay. Right. And it's doing it at scale. Like not, I mean, think about just putting anything into chat GBT within five seconds, you get a book, you get a paragraph, you get whatever it is faster than any rep could ever write. And so I think there is uh, there, there's a report that came out from Salesforce recently on the state of sales report. And they talked about how the um, on average sales reps only spend 27% of their time actually selling, right? The rest of their time is admin. And it's CRM integration, it's research, it's all this other stuff. So if you look at every single one of those things that a sales rep does that it does not involve engaging with the customer, that all those areas where I would be looking to AI to, to offload those things. So if I'm a rep right now, I'm doing a, a assessment of all the different things that I do on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Research, writing emails, prepping, doing follow-up and all that other stuff. And I'm picking one of those areas and I'm looking for a tool that can help me make that far more efficient compared to what I do. Because it does take some time to get into these tools and start to teach them like how to speak in your language and how to get it in the framework that you want. So pick anything, right? And, and say, for instance, like the next time you're prepping for a meeting, do your prep the way you would do it, okay? And time yourself to say, how long genuinely does this take for me to prepare for this meeting? Now, double up your time, right? And start to use an AI tool to see if it can do the prep faster, more efficiently, more insightful, whatever it might be. And even if it's slightly longer, it's even if it takes you a little bit longer to do it with the AI because you gotta teach it and you gotta figure out the prompts and those type of things. If it's close, start to move in that direction, right? If it's not, if it's gonna, like, if you write a kick-ass personalized email and it's gonna take you, you know, and you wrote that in five to 10 minutes and it takes you 15, 20, 30 minutes to figure out the prompts that are eventually gonna get to the one email that you can send, okay, well then maybe keep doing it your way, but understand that the prompts that you're creating will allow you to automatically start sending these things out a lot faster in the future. So it's just about getting in the game and starting to pick and choose the areas that you're using uh, AI to augment. And there, there's an endless amount from a sales standpoint that I think you could leverage these tools for. Yeah. And I think I think the, the challenge that a lot of people have with it is that they the the output of what you get from the AI is as good as the input that you put into yep. it as the human. Right. And so if you're giving, you know, half-assed prompts, yep. you're going to get a half-assed output. Yeah, garbage right? in, garbage out. And then they're, you know what I mean? yeah. yeah. And, and then they're throwing their hands up and saying, yeah, AI sucks. It doesn't yeah. work. Right. And, um, but even in the example that you gave there of like writing a personalized email, right. If it takes you longer to get the prompts, right. It might take you longer the first 10, 15, 20 times. Yep. And that's okay because the benefit there is it helps build up more and more context over time. And it now has a much clearer idea of what your, you know, what your perception of good is, yep. right? And so each time it should get faster. Yep. I mean, think about this podcast, right? I mean, think about how much AI has impacted podcasting and, and the production of a podcast. Okay, this is, this is us, you know, you and me having this conversation for 30 minutes or whatever it's going to be. But then usually without AI, it was like, wait, now I got to produce this. Now I got to cut it up in these little snippets. I got to put the words on it. I got to SEO this thing. I now have to do a debrief on it and a summary of it and the key takeaways. And, all. and that shit would take hours. You know what I mean? Like if I, yeah. because, I, because a producer would then have to listen to this podcast, transcribe it, put it into the format and go, 
you can now, <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing after you do this, you're going to just pump this into some AI thing. It's going to cut up a bunch of really cool little snippets, put little words on top of them, do the summary for you and, and send it away. And, and you just saved three hours of time on one podcast, right? You could do that in sales. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are 1000% using AI in post-production for this yeah. show every time. Um, and, you, you, you know, I think I'm curious to I'm curious to know what is your one of your favorite tools or uses of AI for sellers today. I know I have a favorite of mine of some of the things that I've seen, but and, and I'll share that as well. But I'd love to hear what yours is. Yeah, I mean, there's a like I'm I don't really have a favorite right now because I'm just playing around with all of them. But I, I'm I'm really like for me personally, I really like the summary tools, right? The ones, the fathoms, yeah. and those type of things of the world where they where I can transcribe a gong call or a Zoom call or something like that, like a sales call. And a, a best practice for my training has always been send the summary email, right, with key takeaways and next steps. And that used to take me like, okay, I'm taking my notes, and then after the call, I'd have to sit down and you know transcribe those notes and put them into the format that I want and get it out there. And again, add 15, 20 minutes to almost every call that I had if I wanted to do it right. Now it's, I just turn on the recorder and I've created the template that I want it to put it in. And it just boom, 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 fills all that information out. And I look at it obviously before it doesn't get auto sense, right? But I look at it and, and you know, clean it up a little bit and then get it out there. So those on the yeah. back end, also on the front end, like one of the things I'm doing is I'm putting people's personas in there and I'm just, just basic chat GBT and or Bing or whatever and asking it to almost role play, not, not to almost, to role play with me with that person in a sales call. So we, let's go back to the coaching comment, right? Over like how do reps get better? Well, guess what? You can, you can put it in and say, I'm meeting with Colin, you know, put your LinkedIn profile in there, put your persona in there, put your company website in there and say, now act as Colin in a sales call. And I'm going to try to sell you on my sales training services and um, make sure that Colin acts a little aggressive and, and pushes back and doesn't tell me a lot of information and objects quite a bit to what I'm doing here. Okay. And then you start going back and forth and you say, or, or you could say, Hey, what questions should I ask Colin to, that'll get to the impact of the business impact of their business, right? Like you could do a whole, but you could role play the whole thing out before it even happens. And I'm not saying obviously that's the way it's going to happen when you get in a live situation, but it's going to warm you up quite a bit. Right? So those are a couple areas front end, back end that I'm, that I love with these tools. Uh, but there's a whole host of other ones as far as, you know, writing stuff yeah. and blogs and everything else that I'm playing around with too. Yeah, yeah, it's funny that you you chose that because that's my personal favorite use of, of AI right now is those recap takeaways, you know, um, post post sales call, right? Yep. Uh, because you know, I think that it's, it saves so much time, right? As sellers, our our time, you know, goes back to the report you said that Salesforce put out. You know, our time is best spent meeting with you know potential buyers, right? Either creating new opportunities or advancing opportunities we have. Yep. And the more time that we can spend with them, the more successful that we can be. And AI can you know, give us back a lot of that time that we had to spend doing these other things. Um, another one that I actually um, just had the founder on the show recently that uh, was, was about you know, around training and coaching with AI, yep. right? So taking those recordings and yep. giving, you know, measuring those calls and giving really actionable insights. The reason I like that a lot is because it kind of ties into what we talked about in, in the last time you were on the show, John, right? Yeah. Where, you know, managers are scared to give feedback because people are a little soft these yep. days, right? And but now you don't have to, the robots will do it for you. 
And actually, I think that's probably, if I were to pick one area where I think uh, AI is gonna have the biggest positive impact on sales, it's that. It's the coach, it's the frontline coaching of frontline sales reps, right? Because, because look, coaching is the number one thing that all managers should focus the majority of their time on. It's the highest ROI, but it's the, lo it's, it's the longest ROI, if you will, right? There's no short term usually in the coaching thing. That's why most managers, and most managers, quite frankly, are promoted to be managers because they were the best reps, right? So they, and they get given no skills on how to actually be a manager. And so they just have to now teach everybody how they did what they do. And they usually can't even really explain how they did what they did. And they're, they're coaching yeah. from a very narrow framework there. So, and because they're deal changing, that's what they end up doing and so they never coach and so now you add that to the fact that that kid who's not getting coached is also remote and not getting the benefit of the osmosis and being in the office and just hearing from other people well now AI can really I think make a big difference and take that coaching component and put it on steroids and and automate the hell out of it so individual reps are at least getting something and look, maybe somebody like you and me, I've tried some of these coaching tools and, uh, you know, for some, 47 years old, like, don't get me wrong, like, they're good, but okay, so I didn't ask an open-ended question. Like, yeah, thanks for pointing that out there, Captain Obvious. But, that, but you know, I get it, right? And don't get me wrong, it reminds me of like, okay, I gotta get some back to some of my basics here. I kind of skipped some of those, but I'm still pretty fluid with my conversations and everything else. But for that 22-year-old kid that's not getting anything and hasn't gotten anything, that, that, that type of coaching is gold. And so that's why I think it's gonna have the biggest um, benefit uh, in the short term here. That, which means it's gonna have a pretty big impact, I think, on managers. Yeah, I, and, 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 let's, and, and let's be honest. I mean, how many managers are really spending time reviewing all those calls, going no. through them, finding no, those? Please. I mean, that, sorry, the robots can do it better. Look, and I, look, I, I'll put myself in the bucket, right? G like Gong, I'm a big fan of Gong, love it, right? And, but in order, and, and great, so I get, I get to transcribe that thing, and then I can listen to it, and then I can listen to it, and I can coach. But every recording, 30, say it's a 30 minute call, I can't, if I really wanna do coaching the right way, I'm not going to listen to that call on 2X, 3X, whatever it is, because I'm I need to listen for tonality, I need to listen for inflection, I need to listen for all that other stuff. And it's not just I can just Google like, or just put in their pricing and it takes me to the pricing conversation because that pricing conversation has to have context within the entire conversation in order for me to coach the right way. So a 30 minute call ends up being 30 on another 30 minutes of me listening to it, and then another 15 to 20 minutes like writing and coaching around it. So you have, you know, 10 reps on your team, five to six calls per rep per day, you are not doing coaching. You're not. Yeah. This AI stuff can do the coaching. Yeah. And, and like, who's to say you even picked the right call that has right. the best coaching moments or right. opportunities or they gave, you know, or the rep gave you their best call. Cause they yeah. were scared to give you the shitty one. You know what I mean? It's like, they tell you, Hey, look yeah. at, listen to this one. Look at how good I am. Cause we ended up closing the deal. Whereas like the other nine are dog shit and they're in the trying to hide them from them. So it's just, it's, it, it makes it less subjective. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it doesn't matter how many times you tell the rep, Hey, I want your best call and your worst call. Right. Some of your best call and your worst call. Yeah. They're, they're not saying the worst yeah. call. It like doesn't matter how many like, times you tell. 
Yeah, it's like asking me my my biggest weakness, right? Oh, I work too hard. Yeah, shut up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what do you think the future is? I mean, like, there's just more and more use cases. I think the hard part, I think, for sales teams is like we're all overwhelmed with tools, right? And there's a yeah. lot of like gimmicky stuff that's coming yeah. out every single week. There's a new oh, tool. Right. You know, how do you block out some of those noise and really focus yeah. on you know some of the areas where it can really make the biggest impact, like coaching and, and such. Well, first of all, I recommend, well, I'll give you my stance of where things are going and I think what need, rep needs to do to, to prepare for it. So I, I firmly believe and I'm watching it. We're going back to full cycle sales, right? Like the, the predictable revenue model is broken and it has been broken for a long time and, and now it's straight up broken. Um, the segmentation of roles, right? Like inbound rep and then an outbound rep just setting meetings and then the AE closing deals and then the CS. Like that is not customer centric in any way, shape or form. The nobody likes to be handed off five times before they actually talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. So that model is broken. We are going back to full cycle sales. SDRs and BDRs are gonna roll up under marketing and operations. They're gonna be playing around with a lot of these tools and a full cycle sales rep is going to have to take intent data and insights. And I, th I my vision is, you ever see, you remember Minority Report with um, uh, yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise, right? Remember yeah. like how he had those gloves and he had those big screens in front of him and he could swipe things across yeah. and do all that. I actually, that's my vision of a sales rep sitting behind a dashboard basically. And instead of me thinking, oh, what should I do today? Or who should I call today? It's gonna be like right in your face and be like, John, you need to call Colin because Colin just did this, 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 and this. And by the way, you need to call Colin because he actually is better on the phone than he is on email and he picks up more than that. And here's three talking points. So make that phone call, right? And we're gonna be executing with all the information that AI can give us. And so with that, you know, I did, you know, if I back up a, a second here, back in 2017, I went to Gary Vaynerchuk's office and he has this 4D session where you can go in and talk to all his executives and they tell you everything that they're doing in the big brands. And he comes in at the end and does a Q&A. You know, 10, 15 entrepreneurs do this. And I had seen an AI email back then and I was freaking out about it because I was like, that, that AI thing wrote that email better and faster than I could and this is what I train on. And I said, Gary, where does that put us? And he said, John, don't worry about the tech. You're not going to beat it. He goes, just be the last mile. And I was like, and that stuck with me to this day. He said, let, let the tech do all the heavy lifting. Let it do the research. Let it write the emails. But right before you hit send, make sure you humanize it. And so moving forward, with what I think reps need to do is, is really do exactly what I was saying earlier, but do it in a structured way. So for instance, instead of just going down the rabbit hole, anytime some new email hits your inbox where there's some cool tool that's like, oh, squirrel, right? And going three hours later, you haven't done anything. Book, bake it into your calendar as part of your routine. So instead of checking your fantasy leagues in the morning or you know reading the paper and getting all pissed off, book 30 minutes on your calendar every single day to to do some type of research on some AI tool that addresses a specific component of the sales process that that is outlined that AI can help with, right? So for instance, pick a tool that can do the summary and then play around with it for 30 minutes to see if you can get that summary in a format that you feel comfortable with. And if it works, then cool. If not, tomorrow, try a different one, right? But compartmentalize it so you're learning a little bit and you're not distracting from your day-to-day -day work. Because that's the one thing I haven't heard a ton of, by the way. I've heard a lot of reps talk about how efficient they are and how, how many more emails they can send and how much more personalized they are. But I have yet to hear too many people say, well, because of AI, I'm not only 25% more productive, but I'm actually driving 25% better results.
That's what I. That's what I'm not hearing a ton of yet, right? I'm more productive, but are you hitting your number better? Are you getting higher conversion ratios? Are you closing more business because of this stuff, right? And and that's what we have to find, right? Because you can be as productive as you want, but if your thousand emails that are personalized are going to get the same result as a thousand emails that are unpersonalized, then what's the point, right? So I think right. you just need to chip away at this stuff, and start really at least using it. And, and the last thing I'll say is, you know, people ask me a lot, John, you know, how, how do I get started with ChatGPT and these type of tools? And I say, you know what, that is a fantastic question to ask ChatGPT. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be like, yeah. go into ChatGPT yeah. and say, I'm a 47 year old man uh, who lives in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm a CEO of a sales training organization. I have no idea what ChatGPT is even about. How should I start using this? It'll tell you. It'll give you things, options, and then go down the rabbit hole for 30 minutes and find something cool, right? But at least start playing with it because if you're not playing with it, you will get replaced by it, period. Will. There's, there's no yeah. question. And, and I'm not even meaning this from a sales standpoint. I mean this from everybody. I mean, you, you think lawyers, you think uh, hosp, you know, doctors, like every single profession is going to be impacted by this. And those people who are at least figuring it out and leveraging it are going to be able to last a lot longer than the people that aren't. Absolutely. John, thanks for coming back on the show, man. Really appreciate it. If you missed the first episode with John, it's in the show notes. Make sure you go check that out. Um, where's the best place for people to get into your world? Yeah, I appreciate that, man. So yeah, easiest place is to go to the website, jbarrows.com. So the letter J-B-A-R-R-O-W-S.com. You'll find all my social handles there. If anybody wants any free consulting, uh, hit me up on Instagram. Handle there is John M as in Michael Barrows. Uh, if you hit me up with a question, little video, I'll get right back to you, whatever I can help with. And I got a ton of free content out there. Also LinkedIn and all those other ones as well. The only thing I'll say about LinkedIn is feel free to follow me on LinkedIn, but this is going to sound like a stupid humble brag, but it's not. It's more annoying. I've reached the 30,000 limit on connections on LinkedIn, so I can't actually accept the connection, but I put a ton of content out there for that. So you can follow me for free anyways, and connecting really doesn't make that much of a difference. So awesome appreciate it we'll drop all the links there in the show notes if you enjoyed today's episode please write us a review share your show with your friends helps us reach more sellers and help transform the way they sell